Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus West Ham away from home. Yep, um, it was a interesting night. Obviously, I'm gonna be reviewing this game first. No, first, yeah, I'm gonna be reviewing this game from a different perspective because. The majority of you who would have watched this game would have seen it on TV. Um, tonight I had the opportunity to watch it live in the flesh and be in the stadium. Unfortunately, I was in the home end. So <laughs> being surrounded by West Ham fans means I have to be composed in certain moments, in certain aspects of the game. Right. Um. So just before I get into this, obviously... You would have heard about yesterday's result with Manchester City beating Arsenal. Three goals to one. That means that they reduced the gap back to two points. And it was back it was the pressure was on us to extend this lead to five points. Again. Um yeah. Obviously our record against West Ham is pretty good. Um the last three times we played them, we've beaten them. By a mod, with with at least by at least scoring four past them, um, so coming into this game, I was a little bit optimistic, but I wasn't entirely sure. I wasn't overwhelmingly optimistic, because in the back of my mind, I was thinking the Leicester game we won at our best to beat Leicester at home. Obviously, snow conditions, whatever, whatever excuse you want to do to it. We didn't get the maximum points against Leicester. So tonight was about bounce back, bouncing back to get the three points. Tonight was about reaffirming that top position in the Premier League. Um, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, my voice sounds a little bit horsey because obviously I was my voice. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with my voice. I think I was murmuring. Or something. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so the lineup now. Bearing in mind, I haven't seen any highlights, anything on TV. So whatever I'm talking about here, you might have seen a different perspective. And I've had other people text me that certain things have happened that I didn't see. But anyways, we'll go into it. In goal, Allison, Left back, Robertson. Centre back, Van Dyke, Matip. Right back, James Milner. Um, in midfield was Keita, Fabinho, Lalana, and up front was Salamani and Firmino. Now, the first thoughts in my head was, by the way, but when I found out this lineup, I saw it on the TV monitor out in 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 the little block before you enter your seat. I was thinking, why is Lalana starting? Why is What's happened with Henderson? What's happened with Wijnaldum? I don't know. Because I don't, I don't even think they were on the bench. They weren't on the bench either. So I'm presuming they had little knocks. I haven't looked at Sky Sports News or a Klopp interview to know what happened to Henderson and Wijnaldum. I thought they would be fit and ready to go. But again, this just... This injury crisis thing is fucking frustrating. It's so irritating. We've not had a consistent back four. We ain't had our original back five since December. 
since then we've had so many changes at the back that um it's it's not the stable center back pair center back four pairing that you've you're used to seeing um Lalana starting means I, do, I I I couldn't make sense of it but obviously Shakiri you'd arguably say that he's got better impact coming off the bench than starting and then your front three is your front three really so right so where I was seated where I was seated now seated yeah seated I was on the side next to Liverpool fans in the away end so it was almost like I was sitting with them even though I was a few I was a few blocks away um yeah the first so from what I remember what West Ham were doing was attacking down the flanks getting Felipe Anderson one on one with James Milner that's for the first 20 minutes they were always making sure the attack started down the channel against James Milner and within the first 4 minutes they had a chance where um Hel- Hel- Felipe Anderson cuts in beats Milner he passes the ball to Chicharito. He shoots. It just narrowly goes wide. The first oh my god moment. Um, another chance I remember. Aaron Cresswell. We're trying to clear our lines. Aaron Cresswell takes a shot outside the box. It just about skims wide. Yeah. Um, and the lot. And for the first twenty minutes, I'd 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 have to say Lalana looks like. He was on it. He was running. He was pressing, winning tackles. The only thing that was missing was the link, linking up play with the front three. So, Sadio Mane, he looks on it. Uh, Mo Salah, he looks on it. Firmino, I have to be honest. In this, in the whole, in that, in that, in the first, I forgot he was even playing in within the first half an hour of the game. But yeah, there was, but yeah, so after that 20 minute spell of West Ham bombarding us, um, it was, I was looking at Liverpool like, where are we going to create chances? And um, if anything, who's going to be the one to link up with the front three? Because Lallana couldn't do that. But Keita, Keita looked like he was stepping up after that 20 minute um, West Ham dominance so you were seeing Keitar take on defenders pass it to Mane or pass it to Salah Um, and then I remember I think it was the 22nd 23rd minute um, who crosses it in Milner drills a ball in but Mane kind of gets the ball does a half turn and shoots with his left foot and it goes past the keeper and it's 1-0 Liverpool. So we hit them with a soccer punch. That was great. I was relieved. Um, but then after that, we just kind of lost our way. Like we were just allowing West Ham to grow in confidence. And um, there was times there, yeah, then West Ham started reaffirming themselves back on top um they were winning quite a few free kicks again all their attack like three 75 percent of their attacks started down that flank where james milner is and milner looked like he was struggling 
he was uh, the whole first half. He looked like he didn't have the legs. Also, that meant when we were on the ball, he wouldn't really. He can't really bomb forward. Obviously, he's thirty four years old, so his legs ain't his legs ain't gonna his legs don't really have that. What Trent can do or what um Go Joe Gomez can do, who we both injured, we were, we were missing that personnel, um, and then the, I think it was the thirty thirty second minute. West Ham win a free kick. Virgil's organising the defence. Um, Antonio peels wide. Away from where everyone, all the attackers and defenders are clustered. So, what West Ham do is smart. But it's also naive from us that we didn't fucking clock this. I think Cresswell, from what I remember, Cresswell rolls the ball to Anderson. Anderson plays... A through ball with that big gap. That big gap between whoever was meant to get tight, touched tight. It, I think it was Salah that was on Mikel Antonio. He gets touched tight on... He just peels... Yeah, he gets touched tight. Not touched tight, then peels away from Mohamed Salah. Then Keita is the one that realises it too late. This ball is rolled through to um, Mikel Antonio. Now all the defenders are trying to close down the angle... Antonio's pretty much through one on one with the keeper with Allison. He, he he slots it back post, hits the post and goes in one one. I was fuming. How can we allow it? Would whether you, you can call it a well worked training ground routine from West Ham, maybe possibly, but it was just stupid that we're not switch on in that aspect of oh they might try something clever, and I'll I'll probably have to give West Ham props for that that they caught us out. Cause you you expect our oh, team like West Ham long ball and that, but they were they weren't they they pretty much did the complete opposite of what Liverpool was expecting, and we got sucker punched and like, we they sucker punched us back, and to be fair they probably did deserve a goal, but even from just from that twenty minute spell of when they were dominating, so yeah and then it was one one and then. I don't really, I don't remember us creating a chance, creating a clear cut chance in that first half. Um, there was moments where we looked like we were going to do something, but Lilana was offside, or the ball was overhit from Virgil Van Dyke, and Milner couldn't catch on to it. Um, yeah, that they, they weren't. I don't remember Firmino doing anything in that first half, honestly. And that was that was it. That was the first half. So. Uh, Jurgen Klopp's team talk would have been there. Boys, do you fucking want this? This is a this is a significant moment. We have to bounce back. Again we again we were in a winning position and then we fucking let it we fucking let it become one one again. Boys, show a reaction. Do something. Any like take the game by the spur of it. Do you know what I mean? And you can Klopp probably draw that into them. I'm presuming so. I don't know. This if if I'm challenging for a tight Premier League title, and I know Manchester City, Manchester City's hot breath is breathing on our necks that we have to do something. So Liverpool players immediately came out the tunnel about two three minutes before the West Ham players did for the start of the second half, and we were looking like for the first five minutes that we wanted to be imposing. Um, Lallana was trying to get on the ball again, but. A lot of attacks were breaking down. And this was fucking frustrating in the second half. 
Firmino, at this time, Liverpool players were attacking down the end that I was standing at. So I could see closely how everyone's off the ball movement is like. And Firmino, yeah, he was... ah. When he's on form, it's so beautiful. But when he's off form, it's fucking frustrating because he's not even standing in the right positions. It, I know you're false nine, but if we're playing, if we're passing it around to look for a gap, don't stand wide with Robertson. That's not going to help link up play. Because when we started to link up, Fabinho or Matip would come forward try and get a one-two going and then for me the ball will get to Firmino he will try to do a final pass and it will kill our fucking attack every time I don't remember a chance I don't remember a clinical key pass from Firmino that 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 benefited us if anything all our attacks started from Cater running taking on the player this was arguably this is probably the best Cater performance I've seen because I remember he stepped up against West Ham in August and he was doing so again he was taking on the players as well dribbling weaving pass but when the pass when when it comes to that final pass that clinical final pass to open up for a chance we couldn't get it we couldn't do it when it was down the channels to James Milner he would loop he would loop the ball in the air as if we have anyone over six foot to jump and catch it to jump and head it sorry and it it just made easy catching for um Fabianski um Salah I remember he had chances he was doing that um he's doing that thing where he shimmies past a defender but his shot power where's your shot power if you're gonna beat a defender. Fucking stop curling it with your inside foot. Lace the ball. This is one thing I have to criticise Liverpool for. We try to overplay. We don't need to do it. Sometimes sometimes the occasional shot outside the box is okay. You don't always need to work it inside the box. Unless it's a stupid pot shot, then I wouldn't advise that. Because I remember Andy Robertson was dribbling down the channel. He was going on a solo run. Then he had a pot shot that went over the bar. Um... But yeah, but then West Ham were also threatening our back line as well. Matip had to pick up, picked up a yellow card for fouling Felipe Anderson. Um, thankfully, Hernandez was miss Chicharito Hernandez was missing. He looked like he was lazy and bothered. He didn't want to work. Um, yeah, there was a brief moment after the 60th minute where it felt like end to end, and you couldn't really tell who was getting control of the game. Because West Ham's attacks were also breaking down, but so were we. There was just no clinical final edge in the a clinical edge in the final third, and this led Klopp to make a substitution. Uh, Lalana came off, and Shakiri came on, um, and then another substitution. Divock Origi came on for Bobby Firmino, and I was so happy with the substitutions. I've, I've, I don't think. From what I saw, Henderson and Genie went on the bench. So, probably because of the injury. So, it, that was pretty much the only options he had. Um, Shakiri came on. But what he wasn't really influential in our play. Um, Origi would make some runs, dribble. Dribble and then recycle the ball. Dribble, then recycle the ball. Or half-heartedly get in the box and pretend to attack it. And it didn't really work. Um, yeah, I remember West Ham had some had a big, big chance in the seventieth minute. Um, I, I think the ball was whipped in. 
We try to clear it. It goes to Mark Noble. He shoots. It goes over the bar. Arguably, he should have hit the target there. I think that was West Ham's best chance in the second half. Um, and then, yeah, the pressure. Then in the last 10 minutes, we were trying to pile on pressure. Again, using Andy Robertson, using Mane. Sometimes we'd overhit the ball. Sometimes the pass was too heavy and Mane would slip. Or it'd go past Salah. Or James Milner just wouldn't have the fucking legs to get there. Because he's 34 years old and he's out of position. So, in terms of attacking, attacking fluency, it wasn't there. It felt like the Leicester game, again, where the, 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 there was no fluency. Literally. I can't, remember, I can't remember where we... Other than that Mo Salah half chance. There wasn't really spells where I thought, Oh my God, we're going to get them here. But we don't... But, we don't do it. We didn't. We never done it. And then West Ham brought on Andy Carroll, like for the last seven minutes of the game. For Hernandez came off and Arthur Masaku came off. Came on for someone else. I can't even remember. I don't care. Then the game got to the ninetieth minute. It was three minutes at a time. Um, again, we were trying to attack. Uh, Shakiri loses the ball or something. West Ham going to counter. Van Dijk makes a tackle on Anderson. And then we try to attack again. Again, another... But then West Ham cleared their lines. And then there was a, a scary fucking moment where some a West Ham defender, I think Declan Rice... Yeah, Declan Rice clears the lines. Allison comes at a goal. Andy Carroll is chasing him down. Allison tries to, I don't know what he was doing, whether he was trying to clear it or pass it to someone. I don't know what he was doing. He miskicked it. And then Andy Carroll tried to react to it. He got, but because thankfully he's fucking slow and has no initiative. This was, Allison was a good 35 metres off, off the goalkeeping line. So if Andy Carroll had a right foot, he probably could have half turned and shot first time. The ball would have gone in. But he he tried to take a touch and Van Dyke tackled him, put Carroll on the floor. Um, and then there was a chance literally in the 93rd minute. I think Fabinho loops a ball to Origi. Origi's one, he controls it in the air, takes a touch. Ball's bouncing. Last moment of the game. What does he fucking do? He laces the ball, it bounces. And it's straight up Fabianski. And the referee blows the whistle. I couldn't believe it. The last chance of the game to win. Last moment to clinch, to take three points. We never did it. Apparently, I had text saying Origi was offside. I don't know. I haven't seen any TV footage. But we blew it. 1-1. Points dropped. Title hopes derailed. What this means is now, when Manchester City play Everton on Wednesday, if they win, they go top of the league. We've, and we could not afford... We had to win this game, really. I thought we were out of this January rust, but we've drawn two games in a row and... Usually outside the top six, we beat we brought, we we beat these teams in first second gear, but too many injuries is happening now. Henderson Henderson and Genie picking up knocks again. The right back problem. Why why did Jurgen Klopp loan Nathaniel Klein? 
It's so stupid to have a thin squad every year. Every year it feels like the same thing with Jurgen Klopp. That we have a starting eleven, and everyone else is bang average or fringe players or academy players. Whereas Manchester City have the personnel. If they didn't have an Alguero, they have an Jesus. If they didn't have a David Silva, they have a Bernardo Silva. If he wasn't there, Kevin De Bruyne. Do you know what I mean? Sane, Sterling. The midfield options between Man City and us... It's probably the reason why Manchester City might go and retain the league now. Their personnel is much stronger than ours. If they have they have the, the, the luxury, the resources to handle all four competitions. We threw away the FA Cup. We threw away the League Cup. We got Champions League in about two weeks. And we look like we have no squad. We have no squad. We didn't want it enough to win this game. Today, tonight. I'd say I'd have to say West Ham deserve a point. They deserved it. They kept us at bay, and we couldn't. But we were architects our own downfall. If we had managed to find the final pass, we could have killed West Ham. That was it. It needed the final pass, but we we were missing the Coutinho from last season that we sold, or missing the Oxlade Chamberlain who is yet to return from injury. We are still missing somebody who can make that final pass. Lalana can't do it anymore. He's turning 31. He's too slow. All he does is cry turns. Shakiri is a talented player, but he's an impact player. He's not the one that can take the game by scruff of the neck. If anything, the only positive I can take from this is that Kate, this was Cater's best performance. And if he plays like that more often, but is able to find a final pass and not play this conservative nonsense, the player we saw at Leipzig, if we see that Cater more, we can get something. But it's frustrating. It feels like our title hopes are derailed. Because right now, the title, this draw means the title's not in our hands anymore. Man City will beat Man City will easily beat Everton on Wednesday and they'll go top on goal difference. But I know after that Manchester City play Chelsea. So we might get the favour again, but we have lost this gap of seven points. The potential gap of five is now two. It's now three it's gonna be it's three or zero. So we're now gonna be neck and neck with Manchester City, which I don't want. I want us to pull away. But this is a this is the thing about title races. One moment momentum's in your in is in your way, then the and, and next moment, uh, Manchester City get a lifeline, and you even got Tottenham, who I can't believe I'm saying this, who could be title contenders as well. They've never once been top of the league this season, and they've lost six times, but yet they are five points behind us. Somebody work that out for me. How can a team lose six times but be five points behind us? We've now drawn five games. We've drawn to Man City. We've drawn to Chelsea. We've drawn to Arsenal. We've drawn to Leicester. And now we've drawn to West Ham. We need to... Uh, it's frustrating. It's, it's so frustrating that... And again, it just makes me think, why didn't Klopp buy anyone in January? He done this stupid interview, I don't know if you saw it, about the replacing someone feels bad. 
Why the... No, this is your best chance to win a title in 29 years. You said you don't like the pressure of a title race. FSG would have backed you to buy a CAM, a CB. You have three injury-prone centre-backs in Lovren, Matip and Gomez. Gomez is probably out for the season. I forgot to mention he had surgery earlier today again. So he won't be back till April or probably May. By then, it might be too late. Do you know what I mean? The Champions League first leg, no Van Dijk. If Matip or Lovren gets injured, who's playing centre-back? <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. Oh. So, yeah, um, it's grim. But this is the Premier League for you. Every game is a hard game. Oh. I had to sit, at the end of the game, I was just sitting down, reflecting, and I was pretty pissed. It's it's not a good sign right now. We haven't won in two games. We need to find a way to win. I'm hoping Trent Alexander-Arnold is fit for Bournemouth at home. We have to win that game. We have to, simply have to. We should have, we should have, we should have done something tonight, but we didn't capitalise on it, and we pay, we've now paid the cost, so, so yeah. That's it. Wow, 25 minutes. That was a pretty big rant. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening. Um, The next time I do this, I don't know if the Bournemouth game is on TV. If it's not on TV, then I probably won't do a podcast on it. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening. Let's try and keep our hopes up. Let's try and support the boys. They gotta find this bounce back ability. Let's hope there's no more stupid injuries. And yeah, get this goal. Get this get find a way to win and get this momentum going again. This was LSE Reactions. Thank you for listening.